We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Show. We're talking Sunday's five-game slate, but before we get that, uh, we got Ryan Belongi here, celebrity, taking down another major contest at DraftKings, and I think it was was a a Wednesday slate that all of us had success in. I think it was maybe one of the easiest cash slates I've played, maybe just because that, you know, is favorable for us, but... Vardy, Madison, and De Bruyne, I think were obvious plays. Jordan, you had a Cancelo, Reese James situation. Uh, do you think that that was just a really easy cash slate, or are we just fortunate to get uh, Lester, Jamie Vardy, and Madison to come through for us? I mean, I think it was easy. I think the core of the lineups was easy. It just came down to whether it really came down to whether or not. You were comfortable with some 3K player, right? The KMB, like, do you want that build? Because I think Messina at 2,600, you know, underpriced because Watford's lineup. It basically, the whole thing came down to how how is Watford going to line up? And then choosing between Kalu or Sima uh, as the punt forward. And then it's just a matter of, like, do you play James? Do you play Concello? Do you play Ederson versus Schmeichel versus Mendy? Like, it to me, it was like it really came down to it. My original lineup, instead of Kayembe, had uh, Saul in it because I expected Alonso to not play the rest of the season. I I didn't expect Alonso to be in the lineup with with what happened in the the previous right. game. So uh, once he was in, uh, I'm like, okay, well there goes Saul. I guess I'll guess I'll play another Watford player in that spot. But uh, the the lineup that that Ryan won. The GP or split it uh, in first. Like I, I basically just handed you seventeen hundred and fifty dollars because it would have been split forty five hundred away each way because you had my cash lineup. Just I had Cancelo and you had James and I, 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 I look at macro. Some maybe sometimes too much over over micro because uh, with no Aspilicueta, obviously Reese James is not going to be playing as a center back. Uh, but with Mountain and Alonzo in, I can't guarantee that Reese James is taking any free kicks, right? I have to, I have to, if I threw out that 
possibly he takes no corners. Uh, Cancelo doesn't take any free kicks or anything like ever, right? But Man City are a significantly bigger favorite than Chelsea, and Chelsea's on the road. And I'm like, like, if all things being equal, if I took away any type of set piece type of situation, who would you play more? And I'm like, they both they both have amazing floors. They both, I mean, the it's not like it's like one is significantly better than the other. And two minutes before lock, I'm going James or Cancelo, James or Cancelo, James or Cancelo, James or Cancelo. Uh, and I didn't know what, what the ownership on anything was really going to be. James came in way more owned than Cancelo. But I thought from a macro standpoint, Cancelo just from Man City, you're going to have 70% possession. And and just from an open play value, I think Cancelo outscores Reese James slightly more maybe. I mean, it really came down to that. And uh, of course, Cancelo, people were complaining about the assist that it was on sofa score. But if you watch the game, it really shouldn't have been an assist. Even though I was begging for it, I was like, just... Just give it. I know it was a deflection, uh, right? I'm, I'm I'm watching the game and I'm like, like I don't think they're giving him that. And when it came on Sofa Score, I'm like, maybe they are. And then it didn't come in on because Opta didn't give it to him. Uh, so yeah, so that I made money on the slate. Obviously, when my cash lineup is is would have one v one away from the large field tournament win. But Ryan, do you think that my macro logic, like? Is there a flaw there that I should have definitely played James over Cancelo? Um, no, I wouldn't say so because at least just speaking for myself, normally like that's a slate where I might have Reese James on a hundred percent of my lineups, but I thought similarly enough to where I had a decent amount of Cancelo too. And I didn't end up like just jamming James. Um, I do think, you know, part of it is because I had, watched a lot of Chelsea's games recently. And when James was on the wing, uh, two games, he led Chelsea in touches, like by far. They were just playing most of their offense through him. He was looking like Alexander Arnold. So I figured with him on the wing, um, his floor and his like goal assist upside is probably slightly higher than Cancelo's. But I did love Cancelo too. I mean, like I said, I played him over James in plenty of lineups. So I think it was a very close decision. All right, so I think that's that's it. We just we're just talking about winners and uh, Cancelo and Reese James here. But Wednesday slate, Wednesday slate was fun. Hopefully, Sunday slate is similarly fun. We have Manchester City. I guess what are they? Kind of like the the Chelsea at Leeds situation that we had midweek. Now we have Manchester City at West Ham, two point one nine implied goal total. And we have, I guess, Wolverhampton against Norwich. They're in the Leicester situation, I guess, if you want to say that. They're at 1.91. But at forwards, the one guy I want to talk about that, you know, we saw him have 13-point floor against Manchester City. We have Chiquinho here at 5,600. Jordan, how popular do you think Chiquinho is going to be in cash games, if he starts, I guess? Uh, well, I think that the the issue, I don't want to call it an issue, this slate as as pretty soft pricing on, on, on several, on several team. It's more of a team softness than an overall softness. Uh, whoever at DraftKings makes the salaries uh, just uh, didn't check to see that Wolves were at home playing Norwich. And uh, with a goal total, that's like almost as high as Man City's. 
with a clean sheet odds that are higher than Man City's and in a win percentage that is almost as high as Man City's, uh, the Wolves players are dramatically underpriced for their situation. And Man City's probably appropriately priced. But like, like here at this forward position, I mean, if Giacchino starts, you could play him. I, I really truthfully, Raul Jimenez at 6,300 is in that same position that Vardy was in on Wednesday, where Vardy probably should have been 9,000 on Wednesday. Well, Jimenez probably should be 8,500 to 9,000 on this slate when he has minus 120 goal scoring odds. He's the highest on the entire slate. And you could even make a case for, for Pedro Neto at 8,000 splitting set pieces. Probably he's not going to be that there are other options there that you don't have to pay 8,000 for him. But I think on this slate, uh, uh, man, it's, this isn't, it's a five game slate and man city, the biggest favorite. I don't feel compelled to, I mean, you could make lineups without any man city. I mean, you, you shouldn't feel compelled in, at least in GPPs on playing any man city players. And I think in cash, you're pretty much just playing one. Uh, we all know the one that you're going to play. Uh, we'll get to that in midfield. Uh, but like paying up for Mara's at 10-9 or Jesus, if he starts at 9,500 or Sterling at 9,000. Sure. Yes, they have ceilings. They could score multiple goals. You're right. They can. But from a cash game perspective, it's like I'm, they're not even they're not they're not even on my radar. I mean, I, there, there are options not even on Wolves that I'd rather play over over these Man City guys. Uh, but I don't I don't. The, the question on the slate is Raul Jimenez is, is, is a goal-dependent center forward at 6,300. Doesn't fit that cash type of normal distribution of range of outcomes type of thing. But I don't think it's nuts to play him in cash games uh, over guys like, like Gross or Eze or I wouldn't play Bowen against Man City. Like guys that play wide, have some set pieces, stuff like that. But uh, I'd rather play Chiquinho. I mean, Chiquinho has a much higher floor, much more active in peripherals. But from an upside perspective, I mean, Jimenez could score three goals this slate, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't bat an eye against Norwich. We you may think get Jimenez can score three goals. Have you seen him playing lately? I don't know. They're playing Norwich. You... Come on. All right. So these teams have played two times this season. Wolves have failed to score against Norwich, and they've totaled 14 shots. Does that sway you at all? That's all in the past. Norwich is <laughs> down. They're relegated. No one cares. All right. All right. Ryan, what do you what do you think about Jimenez on the slate for tournaments? Oh, I think Jimenez is fine for tournaments and will, cash. Will he be too popular, though, in tournaments? Like, what's the point in using him? Do you think I he's going to have the Jamie Vardy upside here? No, yeah, I do. I mean, I, I do think he has hat trick upside. I mean, Norwich are bad, and the Wolves team that you're referring to didn't have Pedro Neto and Chiquinho in it. Um, it wasn't going against a Norwich team that's already down. Um, so I would, I don't think I would play a forward higher than, or priced higher than Raul Jimenez in cash games. Um, you know, to me, this slate looks awfully similar to Wednesdays. I mean, almost the same. You got, De Bruyne and Mares, or sorry, De Bruyne and Madison, pretty easy. Um, and then some cheap forward options. You could use either of those Watford guys again. I mean, you don't have to. They're priced up now, but Kalu and Ken Sema, 
split sets. They're both under 5K. Chiquinho, Chiquinho, yeah, Chiquinho looks like a great play. Uh, he's definitely got a, a high floor just from open play uh, with the way he plays. But, yeah, I mean, I would just jam in those midfielders. I mean, Madison's $1,000 cheaper now, and there's plenty of cheap forward options. Seems pretty simple. Do you think – I know we're skipping around, but do you think Madison maybe doesn't start? Yeah, you're right. It, it's possible that Madison doesn't start. I, yeah. Um, I actually had both Madison and, and Vardy resting in this match, and then I didn't want to be on the wrong side of that. Uh, so I put them in this morning because uh, just in case they, they could start. But I think it's 50-50 that both those guys are actually rested because Leicester have nothing to play for. So if Madison doesn't start, then, yeah, that's a good thing to bring up because then maybe you do spend up at forward. Um, but you don't have to spend all the way. And you don't have to – I've done constructions with Madison and done constructions without Madison. I, I almost don't want Madison to start. I'd rather Madison not start because then, I mean, then you then you could do almost anything you want. Then you don't have – when we get to the defender position – you could just play the two defenders that you want to play and not even have you literally don't even have to look at the rest of the pool and just say, I'm just going to I'm going to be like you, like all five of my lineup, same two defenders and just I'm good the, the whole way through. But with Madison in, you can't do that. With Madison, you, you, you're probably going to have to to, to, to punt at, at kind of semi punt at one defender position. Yep. But what, what do you think of like the guys that I the guys that have floors? In this, like the gross at eighty three hundred, assuming he starts against Leeds, and Eze at seventy one hundred against Aston Villa. The thing is with with Eze is that when Olise is in, he's not going to take a majority of set pieces. Crystal Palace is away to Villa, who plays a little bit more defensively now. Uh, I mean, he does have a floor, but what if price? What like is Eze is close enough price to Raul Jimenez, right? that would you rather spend up? Like the question comes in is like, like how much faith do you put into a Kalu or a Sema yeah. at, that, at, at a forward spot when it's a five game slate and the opportunity cost is much higher? Yeah. I mean, I don't put much faith into those Watford guys. Um, it's, it's tough deciding on these other guys though. Like Pascal Gross, you know, it's been so up and down for him. Um, he's, he lines up in different positions. He was great against United. Uh, it still seems like, I don't know, a bit risky for a guy that usually lacks upside. I, I don't know. Um, and then the, the crystal palace guys, you know, I'm not like overly excited about them. You know, if I had to just pick one, I might rather go for 75 minutes of Pedro Neto. I don't know. Like, None of them are jumping out at me. I, I like Wolves' matchup, and I think Neto, he's finally looking. You know, he came back, and he didn't look healthy, and he didn't look right. He he has been looking better. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I don't. I, th- I think I think this situation is solved for you if Madison starts. Yeah, otherwise I don't have strong conviction. Right. I mean. But you understand what I'm saying. If Madison starts and you're playing Madison and KDB together, Right, you're probably not playing anyone. You're not. You can't. You're not even playing Eze at seventy one hundred. Like you're not going to be able to get up to these guys. No, anyway. and you know, yeah, that's why it makes it a lot easier. And you know, people may, I don't know, people may think this is crazy, but 
I think Rafinha is similar to Eze. I mean, I don't know that I would want to just play Eze over Rafinha. I know leads haven't been great, but now Harrison's out. I mean, they're at home. They have to win. So, I mean, it's a lot of similar options there. Harrison is, there's a, I'd say he's 50-50. It looks like he's good. It was just a contusion, no oh, okay. muscle injury. Uh, for Neto, if you're basing your lineups around him, I will say uh, this would be his third start in eight days when he didn't have more than one start in a row all season because he's been hurt. So I'd put some doubt into that. Um, just for a wild chance that KDB doesn't start, does that change your thoughts? Do, do you, either of you go Mares here at 10.9K? I mean, I would, yeah, but... KDB is starting. I mean, right. Man City have everything. I mean, the Man City and Liverpool are are going after the league title. I mean, I'm I'm assuming that that for the last two games that they're playing, they'll play their best 11 as long as possible. Yeah, there's like literally no chance to Brian who doesn't start. All right. um, Jamie Vardy, 8,800. The winner of the last slate. I don't think we've mentioned him, but now he's 8,800 against Watford, though. So still a pretty favorable position. And I'd say with uh, we haven't talked about the Villa forwards. Uh, we do have a chance for Crystal Palace to be switching up their back line because Mark Guayhi, who has maybe has started every match this season for Crystal Palace, he may be out. He got a knock to his ankle. So we could see James Tompkins back there. And in the past, I've always gone against Crystal Palace when James Tompkins starts. So if that's the case, maybe these Villa guys could be looked at in tournaments. Of note, uh, Ali Watkins hasn't been training, so he could be out. And we could see Danny Ings as maybe the lone forward up there for Villa. Uh, does anyone else stand out here? I mean, we don't. I guess the, the Watford guys for cash games, if you really want to go down there again with Sema and and Kalu, but uh, anything else stand out for cash games here, Jordan? No, I think I think I think we're 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 good on that. We have any any Sorry. thoughts of Galhart here at forty one hundred for for tournaments, Ryan? Took the words out of my mouth, uh, Adam. One yeah, one guy stands out for tournaments. Uh, definitely Joe Galhart. Uh, I'd expect that. You know, the ownership, you know, it's not going to be a lot, but the ownership combined on Kalu, Sema, Chiquinho, other cheap guys will will keep it off a little bit from what it normally would be, $4,100 forward starting at home. I know Leeds hasn't been great, but for tournaments, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take a shot there. Yeah, we have no kind of no idea what this lead starting 11 is going to look like because we have the Harrison question, but then we also have their defensive questions, if they're going to do five guys in the back kind of a thing. So we'll see with that. And then because, uh, well, James is out because Gelhart would be, if they have one of those forwards, if he'd start over, over Rodrigo kind of a thing. So midfield, plug and play Kevin De Bruyne in here, and he's, he'll probably be more popular James Madison, correct? I think so. I mean, people didn't play, you know, I was, I was going to ask you guys about cash because people didn't really play Madison in tournaments last week. I think he was like 20% owned. He wasn't that popular in cash games. I I, I actually don't know why Uh, Jordan explained this to us. I mean, he was popular enough. I think, I think in my cash games, he was like 30% owned. Right. But I think it, I think a lot of it had to do with whether or not you played one of the Watford 
forward, the cheap Watford forwards. I saw a lot of people play like Vardy and Lukaku, which just sounds like, why are you doing that to yourself in double ups? It <laughs> just seems like the, like relying on that. Uh, or they didn't want to play. If you didn't play Messina at defender and you, and you played like James and if you played Alonzo, in your lineup instead of James, or you played Alonzo and James, if you paid down for Messlier instead, like there were other, you didn't want to play Kayembe or any 3K midfielder. Like there, there, there were options where like you would love to play Madison, but you didn't want to sacrifice what it seemed like two or possibly three positions on Watford players. Yeah. You were just opposed to that. And like, I don't want to play more than one Watford player. You, you had to choose between De Bruyne and Madison and De Bruyne's going to win out on that pretty much every time. So mm-hmm. to me, that's the only – It's a con- it was a construction thing. I, I think uh, – so I, I scrolled a bit here. Foden was about 26%, about in the same range as Madison. And then Alonzo, who was 7,700 on that slate, he was actually 33%. So when you're plugging in those more expensive guys, that's why, you know, Madison can't really fit in the lineups with De Bruyne, with Vardy, or with whoever, so – that's why yeah, I'm hoping uh, Madison doesn't start this game. We get to just play Chalk uh, Dewsbury Hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Do you think it would be that popular, Dewsbury Hall here? Unless, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't he be? Sixty-two hundred with Leicester as a favorite. I think if Ma- if Madison if Madison doesn't start, uh, like I I already know who are my two midfield spots and my utilities. Like like to me, if Madison doesn't start, this this slate becomes like a essentially a goalie versus single forward kind of two V two slate in cash. Like I, right. Like yeah. if Madison doesn't start, like to me, I will, we'll get into all these other right, guys. But just real quickly. If Madison doesn't start um, and you get Dewsbury hall in the center, what if all Brighton is in the front three? Okay. Well that now that changes that I'm, t- I'm talking about, you don't get all bright. Right. You get Dewsbury hall. You get Tielemans, you get Barnes, you get, you get Iannaccio and a Yosi Perez or something, you know, some type of lineup like that. Or maybe they play Daka and Iannaccio together. They do something like that without Madison. Like to me, it's like the, my, my midfield slots are going to be KDB, uh, Dewsbury Hall, and, uh, and my favorite guy, uh, Joe Matinho at 4,500. <laughs> uh, uh, I know oh, people man. make fun of me of guys like Matinho, but Wolves are look. They look at their total. They're playing Norwich at home. Matinho takes at fifty percent of the sets. How do you not play him at forty five hundred at this point? I mean, do like, you want? I, I guess we're just jumping to Fenner here. But do you want Matinho over Aitnery, or do you want both of them? I, I can wow. see playing both of them, but I think there's more value in Matinho as a midfielder on this slate. Like, how many Wolves players do we want? We mentioned all of them. We mentioned him and as we mentioned Chikino. You want three Wolves players? Yeah, is is four three, too much? Three Wolves players, yes. They're, they're underpriced, right? I mean, t- t- truthfully, Jimenez should be like 8,500. Matinho should be like 6,500. Uh, uh, Aitnery should be 6,000. I mean, he's 5,300. It's not that that uh, underpriced. Chikino should be like 7,000. Uh uh, who else do we have? I mean, like, I mean, all these guys are too, all these guys are too, hit. All these okay. Guys are too. Yeah. Moutinho should not be 65 though. I mean, that shouldn't just... be 45. Well, 
Well, yeah, you see um, here in this situation, Matinho is Rodriguez. No, he's Gunduan with set pieces. So there you go. So I'm going well, to one sixty six hundred, right? He's like he's something. He's around there typically. Gunduan's fifty nine hundred. Okay. You know, just to be like, I got to be completely. Yeah, Mutinho's fine, but like to be completely honest, even in a midfield spot, I'd rather play Kalu instead of Mutinho. I, I don't but know. You're thinking more for 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 cash games. You have to. Yeah, get the time I mean, come on. Okay, I'm 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 interested to see what happens. Like. In Moutinho, he, I don't know. Even in great matchups, it doesn't like increase. It only increases his set pieces, maybe. I mean, it really doesn't increase much else. Forty-five hundred. I'll take this. I'll take the set piece taker on a team that has that that is a sixty-five percent chance to win at home and almost a two implied goal total. Why not? Yeah, it I makes mean, sense. Macro-wise, that makes sense to me. I mean, you can make a case to say, like, if it's Neto and Matinho on set pieces, it's like, like Neto's 8,000 and may only play 70 minutes. Like, Matinho plays 90, right? Matinho's out there. Yes, his open play value is suspect. But, like, what what's wrong with playing Chiquinho, Matinho, eight in a row? I mean, you could, you could play Jimenez. You could play all these. I mean, like, they're... Yeah, Why no, would I say on the slate for the people that want to do four Wolves players that Norwich have been playing, they look that that Norwich Leicester City game was really back and forth. Like we saw Schmeichel get a bunch of saves in that game. Uh, it looks like Norwich, you know, while they're not scoring, they are playing a little more open. Uh, so that is another boost for Wolves. On the other side of that. I think we're kind of ignoring that. Uh, so Wolverhampton have scored 19 goals at home this season. That's barely, you know, because well, they than... haven't played Norwich yet. That's why. Well, they already they already were scoreless at Norwich. Well, now they get to play them at home. They get to make that up by. Winning I'm just saying this nothing. isn't Wolverhampton or not Leicester. They are not the same team. Is what I'm saying. So, like, while it, maybe it makes sense to play four, three Wolverhampton guys, and maybe the odds say that, but. That's what, what else are we going by? If 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 they weren't expected to that, they wouldn't have an implied goal total of one point nine one. I, I yeah, mean, I, mean, I think the odds are too high in their favor. I think they should be like one point five. Like we saw the situation with Aston Villa against Norwich a couple weeks ago, and we were like, okay, Aston Villa is Manchester City. Let's plug all these guys in, and you know they got a couple goals, and but their guys just didn't really, you know, they didn't for the most part didn't really perform to the highest level, what we expected. And I mean, now it's Wolverhampton who are one of the lowest scoring teams in the league. Like, are we expecting Wolverhampton to score four goals? I, I think that's kind of extreme. Or GPPs, I would say they, they may be over-owned for that reason. Right. Five games late. But for I'm, cash, I'm giving both ends here. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but for cash games, I don't care about this, the ceiling. I care about just locking some points. Yeah. Play the team that's underpriced. Let's go. I mean, I would, yeah, you know, I see what you're saying. It's a good point. You know, I like, I like the idea, but I would say part of the reason yet Wolves only have 19, was it 19 goals at home? Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons is because they haven't had their matchup with Norwich at home yet. Um, so, you know, that's going right, to add. They, they would have six goals. In this All right. right. I, uh, some I want to say here, these teams played in February at Wolverhampton and Wolverhampton lost one nil. They had nine shots, six corners taken, 
65% possession. Okay. At the start of the season, I, I don't remember, you know, we might've been 10 games through the season already, maybe more. I remember talking about a few times on this pod that Wolves' XG was way higher than the amount of goals that they, that they had this season. Um, and, you know, goals throughout a season can be sort of random. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that that, you know, counts for everything, but Wolves are underpriced here. It's a good spot. Wolves had 0.26 XG in the first league meeting between these guys. Okay, fair enough. One game sample. What are we doing here? Come on. Crystal Palace. I mean, I'm wearing my wolf shirt, but I don't want to blindly agree with you guys just because we're looking at the odds. Like, we got to give some new information here. Okay. I mean, I see what you're (laughs) saying. You know, Crystal Palace beat Man City twice this year. There you go. All right, so midfielder, we get back here. Uh, what else we have? I mean, we got De Bruyne and Madison. If Madison doesn't start, we're going to Dewsbury Hall. I mean, I guess Ryan here, is anyone else standing out for tournaments? Like, we got McAllister here at 6,100. Seems like a pretty, uh, pretty tasty I, I, I think you're missing on – I think the two – if Madison starts – okay, th- this is what I'll say. If Madison starts, I think the two best GPP midfield plays on the slate – are Olise and Graylish in that $74, $7,100 range. Because if people aren't going to play Madison or De Bruyne, or not play both of them together, play only one, most likely they're going to spend that money on the forward slot by going up and playing, you know, a Man City forward or, you know, so, you know Zavardi, something like that. The midfielders, I just think if Graylish starts in the front three uh, at 7,100 midfield only, He's going to be one of the lower-owned Man City guys, and I think no one's going to play Olise at 7,400. Uh, with, I mean, he'll have set pieces against Villa playing defensively, and just for his expectation, I could see him on a five-game slate and GPP being like 6% owned, 8% owned, and you tell me he scores a goal, gets an assist, and has you know nine crosses, three fouls drawn, he's sitting there with 26 points or something. Like, I'm not shocked. Or anything. I just think this is the range. This is the the GPP range at midfielder is not the low end or the high end. It's this like uncomfortable mid range, right? So I'm not looking like Dewsbury Hall, McAllister, Gundawan. Like you could fit these guys in McGinn. Like these guys will have some ownership to them, but I just don't think these seven K guys. Harvey Barnes at seventy six hundred is like I don't think anyone's playing him. For anyone considering Olise in cash games, for some reason at 7,400, I will say Aston Villa haven't allowed more than four corners in their last three matches, and they gave up three corners to Liverpool last match. Uh, I mean, it doesn't mean everything, but Villa are limiting chances. And, like, if you're banking on corners from Olise in cash games because Madison's not starting, I, I would worry about that. Well, I think Palace is overpriced on this slate to begin with. Like across the board, all their players are overpriced, but that also means they're going to be lower owned. So, like, like what's what's the trade off there? Like from a value perspective, I wouldn't play any of these. Like Eze is only a player because he's forward eligible, and we have other forwards that we can play. So you don't even have to really even consider him. So to me, I'm looking like you're paying. You're paying. You're basically you're paying a premium to be contrarian, but at least you're playing a guy that has upside. Right, so you're playing a like Zaha. Who's playing Zaha on this? We didn't even mention him, right? Who's playing eighty nine hundred dollars Zaha on the road to Villa? 
as an underdog. Like no one. Like he'll be single digit owned, but he's Wilfred Zaha. And if he scores two goals, he has penalties. Like he could sit there with 30 points. I mean, like, like if I'm going to be playing in GPP, I want to play high ceiling guys at low ownership. So it's like, I don't want to play a guy that's like, like someone like Zaha, for instance, playing 90 minutes is much better than like, how do I get different by playing, you know, Ilke Gundawan instead? Or if I play uh, uh, Yuri Tielemans instead of Dewsbury Hall, it's like you're talking about guys that have uh, anytime goal scoring odds of much lower than anything. So it's like, yes, you'll be different. And you're hoping that the Dewsbury Hall fails and only scores eight points and you score 12 instead. Instead of just saying, why don't I just overspend for a guy that actually has 30 points in his range of outcomes rather than a guy that realistically doesn't hit 30 points almost ever. Yep. No, yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Um, Only thing I really have to add is just going on that Crystal Palace overpriced. um, Villa on the other side are a bit underpriced. Adam mentioned the forwards who are good tournament plays, but if Ali Watkins is out, I don't think anyone would play uh, Emi Buendia little bit cheaper 6400 you know similar had a goal and assist the last time he started um but yeah i I agree with jordan all good points as i'm looking at these watford guys i do want to say that this while leicester are you know a better team than everton this matchup I, i mean i can't remember what the what the implied goal total was between watford and everton but everton were playing not to lose so mm-hmm. that kind of, you know, that limited some opportunities for Watford in the attack. Meanwhile, Leicester, whatever they allowed, five shots on goal, six shots on goal to, to Norwich last match. So I, I think that like these Watford guys, uh, even though they're not as cheap as they were last slate, I think this is a better matchup uh, just in terms of maybe some more set pieces, maybe a better floor. Uh, what Ken, I think Ken Sema took them in, uh, the one corner they had last match, but they had... They had a few set pieces from from the pitch. Uh, Kalu had some set pieces. Sema had had four. Kalu had three. So, I mean, while these guys are more expensive, and maybe you look at it like, okay, Leicester are a better team than Everton. I wouldn't. I wouldn't ignore them. So, great points. I agree. This spot, you wouldn't think so, but well, yeah, it should be a little bit better for Watford. Um, it's been surprising how I don't want to say bad, but like Leicester have been a surprisingly good team to target recently they haven't been playing great d they're allowing a lot of chances so yeah i do think i do think watford uh is in a little bit better spot than they were against everton yeah i mean i was just scrolling down the midfield list like you got kayembe you got kalu and uh, and you know yeah you just saw it you just saw norwich had a ton of chances against leicester so yeah i definitely expect watford to We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right. So, defender, we have, we, I guess we can go now call him Jordan's guy. We got Cancelo at 6,500. Is he, is he a cash look here, Jordan? You don't got, you don't have to look at Reese James. You don't have to compare the two, but 6,500 when you got De Bruyne and possibly Madison here. Are you spending the money up on Cancelo here at sixty five hundred? Uh, as of as based on projected starting elevens and how the slate plays out, uh, like I'm hoping Madison doesn't start, and I just could plug in, give me Cancelo, give me Lucas Dina, and just don't even have to worry about it. You can make a case that you play eight Nari instead of one of them, right? But I think if I had a choice on this slate, I would be playing two of those three. And just, I don't even have to bother looking at the rest of the defender list. Yeah. Um, I'm just checking. I don't think, yeah, no, Aitna Reed hasn't been, hasn't taken sets the last two matches with Neto back. So I think that would be contingent on whether Neto's in the lineup or not. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with Jordan. If Madison's not in there, I'd want Cancelo and Dina. If Madison is in there, yeah, I wouldn't play Cancelo. I think you probably just go with Dina. So if you do that, we're kind of uh, you're kind of hampered here. So that means you are going cheap at forward, and then you're probably going cheap at goalkeeper. No, you go cheap at defender. I think that if Madison Utility. is in, I think that if Madison is in, and you're only able to pay up for one defender. I truthfully think that you could pay down for the cheapest defender on the entire slate and it doesn't matter. I think like the difference I'm looking at this going uh, the difference between like, if I had to choose probably one of the Lester, but I mean, 4,700 for Justin, 4,600 for Castagna, like Luke Thomas. Or, I mean, it's it just like these guys, like they're not worth the extra, like $2,000 from like, just pick a, basically i'm gonna look for the, the well i'm looking to, uh, i'd rather play a wolves center back right what are the how much are the center backs like samir at 3100 or something i mean like sace is is 2900 like like dude like they have like three point floors but like the guys that are 1800 more expensive have five point floors like how much am i what am i paying for so right. it feels like I'd rather mm-hmm. get everything that I want. I'd rather get Madison, De Bruyne, right? Get in, get in Dina, right? Get in, get in a good goal, a goalkeeper that's not going to give up seven million, you know, shots, and 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 I'm good. And get Matinho into my lineup for a cheap punt at midfield, 
And then if I'm going to, if I'm going to punt anywhere, like punt, punt, because I don't consider the Watford forwards to be punts. They're, they're, they're value plays. A punt is where you're going, God help me, please get me three points. Like Kayembe. Kayembe, right. Kayembe <laughs> is a punt play, right? Right. Messina wasn't a punt play because he was underpriced at 2,600 on right. this last slate. So to me, if you're going to just purely punt on this slate specifically for cash games, and this is specifically for cash games, I think you can do it in the defender spot. Now for, for uh, GPPs, I can understand wanting to try to lock in 20 plus points at defender because there may not be many people that score that many points at defender that the whole, you know, what Ryan always says with GPPs, get the points there where people, it's hard for people to get points. But I think in cash, in cash games, I think outside of those three and I, why Zinchenko at 5,000, Matt cash at 4,900. It just, it, the prices on all these, like even even if you look at the the projected elevens, like like do you want to play Nathaniel Klein? Like, what's right. the difference like, between him and like a center a, a center back for Wolves or Mans? Like, what are the Man City? Like, if uh, what Ake and Laporte, they're probably a little too expensive. And Ake is forty four hundred, so you don't play him. Laporte's forty one hundred, but the 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 the, 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 the Wolves guys. Connor Cody, what, what's his? He's always cheap, right? Connor Cody's third. Oh, thirty four hundred. Like Roman says, Saiz or whatever. I mean, like, really, what's what's the difference between them and like, and Nathaniel Klein? Yeah, or like or or Max Aaron's or. Well, Saiz isn't going to play, like so that's a difference. Garbage guys. Who's not going to play, Adam? Uh, Saiz isn't going to play, but if you want the $2,500 defender, we could be looking at, as I said earlier, James Tompkins could start for Crystal Palace. Okay. Well, you also got Cabaselli for Watford at 26. I I mean, I'm just like legitimately, even if you didn't choose and just said, uh, what go wait for all the lineups to come in and then look for the green check mark and just scroll all the way down and just like whatever that green check mark, the lowest position, just, Lock them in, build the rest of your lineup, and then whatever. If you have 300 left in that spot, then okay, then maybe you want to go. You go to a more favored team. I mean, that I'm I'm talking about not a player. I'm just talking about a general construction. But that's only if Madison is in and you're playing both him and KDB. This all gets solved if Madison doesn't start. If Madison doesn't start, then I don't have to worry. I'm not playing. I'll just play the two best defenders and don't have to worry about it. Right. So I've been looking at that lineup, you know, if we have Madison and De Bruyne and yeah, I, you know, I agree. Definitely spend down at defender. Um, Zinchenko, these Leicester guys, no, definitely not worth it. Um, what I was trying to figure out was if it was worth it to play, you know, junior Furpo for 3,500 or, or Max Aaron's for 37 or even, even in Gakia for 38. Is it worth it to go to that range instead of uh, one of these center backs, you know, to get the couple extra points and, you know, probably not, it's probably not that important. I mean, I'd like to play Furpo over a center back, but it's not that big of a deal. If, if I had to, even for tournaments, go all the way down and play a center back for for under three k. I don't mind. How many of your lineups are going to have De Bruyne and Madison? You think the majority? Well, or are they be too up, popular that you're going to be looking elsewhere? No, I don't 
think, I mean, I don't worry about that too much. And no, I don't think they will be on a five game slate just because it's tough to afford. The one thing, you know, it's tough because it was the construction that just won on Wednesday and the slate right. looks like so similar and people know that that construction just won. So I can see people. Yeah. Just putting KDB and Madison in um, as far as like a tournament strategy. I don't know. It, it doesn't always work out that it's just that easy. Um, so how many of my lineups will have both? I mean, I would probably play both of them in, in my higher stakes lineup. Um, but I wouldn't, yeah, I would make some different lineups. I don't know how many would have both. I mean, you know, to be honest, there, there is a lot of cheap guys I want to play. So it does lead to De Bruyne and Madison just being in there. And then I can just go crazy switching up goalie and forwards and whatever, whatever else. Um, so yeah, it's, it's still pretty appealing to play them both. I do want to say, uh, Messina probably won't start again because Kamara is back from suspension. And if that's the case, I think it's, I guess it's more likely that Sema and Kalu are the guys taking corners. So I just want to point that out. Well, yeah, I mean, I think didn't Messina took, didn't really take them last game either. No, I mean, they had one corner, I believe. Didn't um, they have, I think that they, they had eight set pieces though. Right. I, I think one corner cross, it may, okay. it, it may be the number. Uh, I mean, I didn't see the majority of Watford Everton, so I'm not sure what their uh, short corners, if they took any of those. Yeah, kind of I only I saw two free kicks that were shots, and Kalu took both of them, but I didn't see anything besides that. Yeah, Kalu had three set pieces, Sema had four, and then Messina took one from, I mean, it could have been a short, short corner kind of thing, so. Okay. Uh, goalkeepers. So we already mentioned that Jose Sa has, you know, better odds for a clean sheet than Ederson. So Ederson probably won't be popular. 5,800. He'll, he'll still be popular. He's still the most favored goalkeeper. Yeah. I mean, still not going to be that popular though, but uh, Jose Sa 5,700. I think my pick here, it, I mean, I like, I actually like Schmeichel more than, those other expensive guys just because we got this Watford attack. I mean, I, I mentioned earlier about Watford maybe having more chances, but that doesn't mean they're going to actually get a score. Uh, Norwich had chances against Leicester. They didn't score, but he's 5,200 if you have the money. Otherwise, who is the spend down goalkeeper on the slate? I mean, I have a feeling you're going to probably say Ag Angus Gunn, right? Because you hate Wolves. I mean, do you, I, do you it, see what I'm wearing right now? Yeah, he's no, I, I, I do, but I mean, he's 3,800. I don't know. I mean, they're all similar to me. Uh, I mean, technically, Gunn does make the most sense here uh, if you don't use Jimenez. If you don't want that Jimenez hat trick or four goals or five goals, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't have much thoughts about goalkeeper at the moment <laughs> you jordan no there's no clear spend down i think it's clear i think it's clear that jose saw or ederson up top i prefer saw you save the hundred and he has better clean sheet odds yes okay i get that but if you want to play ederson that's fine also it's man city but outside of that it's like i it to me that the choice would be based on who i'm having in my lineup i mean like like any ben foster like what's 
Like, uh, I think the the pot, the more popular, like the, the the keepers that I'd be using more likely are going to be like Martina, the the Villa versus Crystal Crystal Palace and the Leeds versus Brighton. I think I'm more likely to use Messlier. Yeah. Uh, because I may not play any Brighton players. I still may play Leeds players. So like, so if Le- if I'm playing Leeds attackers, then I'm more likely to play Messlier. Uh, and if I'm not playing any Crystal Palace attackers, I'm more likely to play Martinez. And if I'm not playing any Villa attackers, then I'm going to play Guaita or Butland or whoever starts there. Uh, most likely I'm playing a Leicester player, regard- if either Madison or Dewsbury Hall or someone. So maybe I don't play Ben Foster. But to me, there's no clear, like, outside of Son Ederson, like, whatever money you got left. And even if that's Fabianski, like, dude, if you're just playing KDB in your lineup, like, dude, KDB has like a 25 point floor. He actually has higher floors in games where Man City do not score many because then they, all of a sudden he has the ball and he's crossing 16 times. So like, it's not even on a five game slate. Like the goalkeeper ownership is going to be spread out enough that yes, there'll be an outlier goalkeeper, but it's not, it's not like you don't have to pay it. Like there may no. be multiple goalkeepers that score 12 or 14 points. So it's not like a priority to play saw or Ederson. And then once you deal like Fabianski scoring eight points while giving up three goals may still be fine. Yeah. Like no, normally I don't want to play the most expensive keeper when they're on the road to West Ham. Like it's not the greatest matchup. And five games slate, like I usually like Ederson, but I can see myself not, not really going to Ederson here. I I agree with that range you said from from Emmy Martinez down to Gaeta. All four of those guys make a lot of sense. I can see myself making the exact same lineup uh, that isn't likely to have Brighton or Leeds, and those guys are the same price. So just making it with Sanchez and Meslier, you know, there's a good chance one of them puts up a score that that you know yeah just whatever correlates with my lineup but i think i'll be in that mid-range i think i'll have at least one lineup that has fabianski down there uh, to see what happens so west ham still actually have something to play for they have a slight chance to finish top six here if manchester united fall in their last one so Manchester City have not scored more than two goals in the last five meetings against West Ham. These teams, uh, it was 2-1 earlier in the season at Man City, and then it was scoreless in a cup match back in October. And earlier in the season, Fabianski, six saves, two goals allowed. That's enough. Uh, so, I mean, if he's not allowing more than two goals, I think that's, that's pretty, I think you're going to get in a good spot. I got a bad taste in my mouth because I used Meslier a little too much midweek, which which kind of screwed me a little bit. But uh, I'm all, I'm always about the cheap goalkeeper. It's uh, it's hit or miss though. Yeah. For yeah. Before we go, uh, I was just looking through rosters and seeing who we didn't mention. Uh, what do you guys think? So I know Leeds are at home, must win, all that. But Danny Welbeck, 6,600. We didn't talk too much about Brighton. I mean, what if Leeds fall apart again? They're already using a lineup they maybe haven't used yet this season. So, uh, I mean, a couple Brighton guys who aren't overly expensive are definitely in range here. Yeah, I think, you know, 
So Leeds' last two matches, they've had early red cards in both of them. Um, so, you know, that skews it a little. However, you know, the team is, yeah, it doesn't look good. They got a lot of injuries, especially at defense. Um, yeah, Danny Welbeck, definitely like because of the price over those other two guys. I think, you know, he's a similar option to to those Villa forwards you mentioned for a similar price. Um, like, just like a random tournament play. This Moises Caicedo has looked pretty good. Um, scored a goal last week. Uh, he seems to have like a, a floor otherwise. I mean, 12-point floor before that. I know it's a small sample, but I don't know. You know, 4,600, he'd be fine. No one's going to roster him. But it's not really like a spot I'm looking to target. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I mean, Leeds could take the Everton approach of, not to lose. So it could be, you know, a defensive match. We've already seen Brighton have plenty defensive matches. So instead of, so we got your play of Moises Caicedo here, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, I'm not going to ask you for a play. No, but... I got to play. I got to play for you. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm going to make your play for you. Is this going to be a center back? Of course. If you need, you need the cheapest center back, Lewis Dunk, 2,900. Set piece goal. There you go. Especially when they have when they're playing if they're playing with Veltman and Cucurella in the back, like Dunk is like the, the like who's going to be up there for like Cucurella ain't tall. Veltman ain't tall. Like basically Dunk is the like look at all the, look at look at their lineup at the projected lineup. Like none of these guys are tall guys. Like Dunk is the tallest guy in the entire team, and uh, Leeds are going to probably give up a goal. Why can't it be on a set piece? And it's Lewis Dunk dunking it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Twenty nine hundred. Um, Why not? Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that call. I mean, do you need Pascal Gross that. on that side? It, no, no, he's too, that it's, it's, he's eighty three hundred. So if I, I if this starting with if they're gonna play with Trossard, Gross, March, and McAllister, it almost makes me not want to play any well any of the four because it's like they all cannibalize each other on any on open play everywhere. So it's unless like, they play Manchester United. They just beat Manchester United 4-0. No, that's what I'm getting at. Oh, right, Run game right. sample size. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to say anything before we go, Ryan? No, not anything that mattered. Um, just that Lewis Dunk center back thing reminded me. One of my friends was asking me if Rudiger had a good chance to score against Leeds on Wednesday. And we saw that Leeds was playing four center backs that are all at least 6-2 or over. Uh, and it looks like that'll be the case again. Yeah. Um, you know, not that that's, you know, obviously I'm not evaluating guys' chances to score from a corner kick, but Leeds should be able to defend him with that size. Do we have any reverse logic here uh, about the tabloids, about, you know, not maybe not Jamie Vardy here, but, you, you know, you bashed Jamie Vardy and his wife <laughs> last show. You ended up using him, winning you some money. Do we have any uh, reverse jinx here from the tabloids? What do we got? Man, I wish I did. I wish I did. Yeah, that, that was funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. Vardy ended up being my highest owned forward last week. I just couldn't couldn't get off that chalk. It was weird pricing. I thought yeah. maybe, maybe um, if I disparage him and his wife a little bit, it would bring down his ownership just a little. So my, my apologies for, for that. Hey, I said I was going to the dark side, and I did go to the dark side, and it worked for the most part. So there you go. But that's it. We got Sunday's five-game slate. I believe next Thursday there's going to be a three-game slate. Me and Ryan may be back with a show 
at some point next week for that. I'll be in and out with some showdown content and whatnot, but we're a week away from, you know, the biggest weekend of this Premier League season. You guys have your King of the Pitch tickets. We got the 10-game slate. It's going to be it's going to be a fun discussion. I haven't even looked at the future schedule yet, so we'll see what happens with that, but Guys, thanks for joining me. Jordan is at Blender HD. Ryan is at Ryan Belangi. Again, we didn't mention it, but you got this cheat sheet. You can get all this stuff. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Free 10-day trial. No credit card required. And there we go. Good luck to everyone. Sunday. Remember, this is Sunday. This is not Saturday. And this is also an hour earlier from the Saturday slates. So in case you know you always wake up at the same time Saturday, Sunday. Make sure you get up earlier on Sunday to check on these lineups. But, guys, thanks for joining me, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Good luck, everybody. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.